everybody. You are listening to the Accelerate Performance Lab podcast, hosted by Accelerate Head Performance Coach, Ben Tillis. And this is our special series titled Short Shorts. In this fast-hitting series, we give track and field athletes from around the state and beyond only three minutes to answer 12 intriguing questions about their training, racing, and things you were not even aware that you wanted to know. You are going to love this segment because you get a behind-the-scenes look at their lives, those fun and crazy things that you never knew before. So, as always, sit back, buckle up, enjoy the ride. Here we go. everybody. Thanks for joining me again for another episode of Short Shorts. Uh, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Final Surge, before we get started. Uh, Final Surge is a great company that I work with, with our Accelerate athletes, where we have a chance to uh, put together training plans for them and transfer them from one athlete to the next as they continue to develop. Uh, It's just a really easy, straightforward process. They've got a lot of new features coming out in in beta, and they're going to be available widespread here soon. Uh, Again, if you're trying to track your athletes' workouts and help them get their highest performance, uh, I would encourage you to check out uh, the website in my show notes to Final Surge. Go over there, check out what they have. When you find something you like and you want to try out, go ahead and click into the purchase area. And if you type in XLR8 for Accelerate, uh, you get a 10% discount on any product. Uh, But jumping ahead now today, I've got a special guest here who holds the Heartland cross-country course, the Nike Heartland race course record for 5K at 1648. She's also run just over 1030 for 3200 and uh, under five minutes for the 1600 uh, and has won uh, several state titles and, and competed also has a potential world record, although we were talking off air of, of uh, beef she may have to have with somebody. Uh, but uh, in the uh, age group uh, marathon as a high schooler, this is Tierney Wolfgram. Tierney, how are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> Good. So supposedly you've got this Chinese athlete now. You've got to uh, you've got to figure out. You got to go find a birth. Cer- you're going to do the birth certificate thing to see which one of you has the age group world record now, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't really, I don't think I care that much. Um, <laughs> bigger and better things. Um, uh, we'll let that one just stay there. We'll, we'll let whoever flips the coin make that decision, huh? Mm-hmm, um, yeah. well, uh, you currently, you know, you got nominated by, by Harris, uh, and he goes to math and science Academy. Tell us a little bit about you though, and your background, because I know you moved around a little bit throughout high school. Yeah, so uh, six through pretty much um, three quarters of my 10th grade year, uh, I was at MSA, so Math and Science Academy. So Harris and I have been running together since seventh grade because that's when I joined the team. And okay. we've really kind of like, I mean, there, I've only beat him in two races. One was the time <laughs> trial uh, back in seventh grade. And then one was, well, okay, we always say that I'll win in a marathon. So I count that as the second one, but that's never right. actually been like actually raced. Um, so yeah, we've just kind of been competitive and just training partners uh, since then. And yeah, so there's a lot of fun stories and memories we've made. <laughs> I, I imagine. So you went from math and science Academy though. Where'd you end up then uh, after that last part of your sophomore year? Yeah, I transferred to Woodbury high school, just the public school. Um, and I actually only was, actually like in Woodbury classes for the last trimester of that 10th grade year. And then I uh, started doing PSEO, which is just um, just taking 
college courses for high school credit as well as college credit too at the local community college. So I wasn't even on campus at Woodbury um, this last year. So yeah, and then you were a junior this past season. Yeah. Yep. I was but you're a- you're going to. You're going to college though now. Did I see that though online? Are you you're going to go ahead and forego your senior season as it were and go ahead and go down to uh, University of Nevada? Yeah, yeah. Am I in the right track? Yep, yep. The University of Nevada, Reno. I signed with them, um, I think about a month ago. And so that's really exciting. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's big. <laughs> what, what led you to pick that as a school? I don't think a lot of people would like jump out of their seats and think University of Nevada, like running school. Is it more, is that taking off and you're, you're going to help showcase why they are? Is it more of academic reasons? What was the, what brought you down there? Uh, so not only like the team, like it's going to be the best team that they've had in probably a decade. So that's really, that was really exciting for me. But also like I reached out to coach Elias a year ago, uh, well, last summer, so almost a year ago. And sure. uh, we kind of built a relationship over the la- the course of the last year. And um, not only is that, is it at like elevation, I think it's at like close to 5,000 feet, which that's pretty much good for me for elevation. I don't, I don't like going <laughs> sure, up sure. higher. Um, right. And then the courses, there's tons of soft uh, surfaces to run on. And then their psychology department, uh, one of the professors there is a world-renowned uh, sports psychologist, and that's the career path I want to follow in. So that was also very, um, that was really just, that really sold the deal for me. So I was really excited yeah. and Coach Elias is a great coach too. All right. Well, you're you're doing a good uh, a good job of getting that word out there. I like that. That's that's something that I'm I'm guessing in a few years more people will be looking in that direction with the team you guys have coming in. So, you know, Tierney, before we jump ahead to uh, the short shorts portion, um, you you've got to answer this question because it's one that you get talked you get talked about a lot in high school running circles. I think you know that for the marathon mm-hmm. decision in the middle of of a season. Um, and even just marathon as a high schooler, uh, what led you down that road? Why would you suggest that it was something that worked for you? And would you suggest it's something that could work for others? Yeah. So initially what got me into the marathon running was really just me noticing like for myself that I did better as the distance got longer. And actually like right now, my mindset is kind of switching or just changing right now. I think I've gotten older where, um, I folk and now I can just focus on more, like more of my speed work and that's actually improving my times. But back in the day, like, uh, two years ago, uh, it really was just as the distance got longer, I seemed to do better just naturally. So long runs really did, um, that that was where I found my success. So I ended up doing a half marathon in the middle of the summer. And um, uh, my half marathon, I think it was like a 120.57, which was actually three seconds under what you need to qualify for the uh, elite start uh, at the Twin Cities Marathon. And when I saw that, I was super <laughs> excited. And yeah. I really wanted to take that elite start. And uh, yeah, we made sure we... Um, fell within or like just followed all of the uh, Minnesota State High School League like rules and regulations to yep. get me to um, run in that race and really I just took that opportunity I trained semi for it um, I really didn't know what I was doing I was just adding more volume sure and yeah so that's really what led me to the marathon and I think like after the marathon I did struggle a little bit mentally just um, kind of like recovering there uh, kind of 
I kind of felt like I had a lot to prove to everyone just because they saw me run a pretty good marathon time. And to come back, I wanted to come back for state and I just couldn't get it together mentally. So that was actually just my level of maturity. It wasn't, I, w- I just wasn't mature enough to handle that stress and to actually realize that uh, you don't run for anyone other than yourself, really, right, at least right. at this level. And so I think that's where, um, like, I think you have to have a certain level of maturity to run a marathon, especially in the middle of a cross country season. <laughs> sure, sure. So if you have that level of maturity, that like, I, I, I don't know what would stop you from doing a marathon sure. if you really wanted it, but that's really where I stand on that. <laughs> you just have to have a yeah. level of maturity. Yeah, because certainly uh, it's one of those things where everybody, you know then that there's people against it that are almost hoping it doesn't go well for you. Probably not personally, but because of a concern like, oh, well, I would never have my athlete. If she does well, maybe my athletes would try that or something. And I'm going to ask you that question then. Would uh, is, is that part of what maybe led you into the sports psych type, just having that? Or were you already kind of interested in that before? Was that something that you kind of thought, hey, this was interesting to me because I kind of went through some things that are making that or what what's led you towards sports psych already as a as a young lady uh it really was honestly I've really had to get my mental game together and I think that sports psychology is actually it's a growing field right now because athletes are really struggling and I don't think they have like just someone to go to or they don't really have that resource at least at a high school level um at least it's not well known so I really just want to kind of like help that out and kind of spread the word just because I think to develop athletes, um, you're, you really need to develop the mental side, um, almost, well, pretty much just as much, if not more, uh, like than the physical side of every sport. So yeah, Yeah. that's really just something that did bring me to my interest in sports psychology. Yeah, no, that's fascinating. And I think, yeah, you've touched on something that every athlete has probably faced at one time or other, which is, you, you know, now once you have success, you know, people are watching both those that want to see success and those that for any number of strange reasons across, you know, that humans exist that would like to see it not be successful, you know, and so yeah. um, whether it's just for the purpose of it, even if they don't know you or they believe in a different system of training or something. Um, but certainly you, your talent level winning that Heartland region race and the, and the amount of work you did to do that, it'll be very exciting to watch you develop and, and get to probably you're looking forward to just getting back out and having like a normal year of racing, <laughs> right? Yeah. This has just been chaotic for you. So, um, so Tierney, I want to jump ahead then into the short shorts. All right. I want to, we've got a lot of good info on you. I appreciate you, you know, kind of giving that story out there a little bit and getting to talk about your journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but now is the, now's the part, uh, where your nerves are going to to kick in all right yeah, so you gotta draw like upon oh yeah God. yeah they, right yeah you gotta draw upon all of your sports psych uh, knowledge already here so uh because because i'm gonna put the pressure on uh you got three minutes you got 15 seconds to question you can see me if you're kind of going over a question i'm gonna give you kind of a countdown to keep moving along okay. um but have fun with it don't be afraid of of uh get questions about teammates and things don't be afraid they're all gonna be fun so uh don't be afraid of uh, throwing people under the bus all right okay <laughs> here we go i'll give you a five second countdown and we'll get after here we go five four three two one what sports did you do when you were an elementary kid uh just soccer just soccer what got you into soccer um i just really i i loved watching the u.s women's team so that really just got me into it they were my role models so yeah <laughs> all right what when did you notice though that running was going to be another thing 
Um, when I, I started doing road races because I was conditioning for soccer every day. So I was just running a lot. So road races really just placing high for my age group there got me into running. And then I signed up for cross country in seventh grade, got 10th at state then. And then that really just took off. Yeah. What's the hardest workout though, that any coach has made you do? Uh, right now it's a lot of like right now I'm doing a ton of progressive runs and those are hard starting out slower and then actually getting faster throughout the workout. That's something I have to work on and it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What race is your favorite distance on the track? Uh, I hope the 10 K I haven't raced it, but I guess the two mile for high school. Yeah. The longer, the better, as you said before, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the, your favorite racing moment so far as a high schooler? Uh, probably crossing the finish line at the Olympic trials. It was a pretty neat experience and moment. That was, it was incredible watching you out there and seeing you up there at the lead group. And it's like, I think that's that high schooler, right? That was cool. Yeah, that was um, right. What, what's the worst injury though you've ever had to deal with? Um, I fractured my left tibia, uh, in the fall, like last fall. Yeah. Not, not anybody's favorite biggest rival. Um, I would have, I, I really wish I could race against Emily again, Emily Covert. Yeah. Yeah. There were some great battles there over the years and, and, uh, it would have been fun to see everybody do, you know, get on the same page with health mm-hmm. and their elite best at the same time. And it seemed to sometimes just always miss just a little bit, right? Yeah. Who's the teammate? Who's the teammate that eats the most food? Oh, I don't really pay attention, but probably Harris Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> you just know from being around him that he can put away food, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What's, the, what's the worst travel habit you've ever been around for a teammate? Like somebody who's on the bus and you're just like, come on. Oh, snoring. Definitely snoring. Snoring. Is there, yeah. some, you got, is there a name? Is there somebody that you have to say they snore? Honestly, there's a ton of people, so I can't really pick out any. <laughs> the, whole, the whole team stores. All right. What's the funniest thing that no one would know about your coach? Um, I don't know. <laughs> He's pretty serious. Like, there's, yeah, I don't know. He's really? actually kind of serious around us. <laughs> yeah. That's funny because a lot of them, it's either the opposite, right? It's either super goofy or super serious, right? There's no, like no middle ground with coaches. What mm-hmm. motivates you more, though, a desire to win or a fear of losing? Um, right now it's the desire to win, but it used to be the fear of losing. So yeah, uh, right now it's the desire that, to win. there's that sports site coming out of you. What's your mm-hmm. ultimate career goal? Um, hopefully in Olympics. Um, yeah, hopefully making the Olympic team sometime. Yeah. Well, Tierney, you made it to the end. Did I scare <laughs> you bad? No, no, that actually flew by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's kind of fun. So, well, look, I, I know you've, there will always be people that will go back and talk about that. And, and I've certainly done my, my share without meeting you of, of thinking, I wonder how that played out for her. Was it a physical health thing coming back from that? It's not a journey a lot have taken. So I think it was certainly something that people were going to discuss and, and uh, be curious about how it played out for you. Um, but I, I will tell you this. I, I will, now that you've been on the podcast, you are a permanent person that we will cheer for from the podcast. So you are a fan, you're a fan of ours now from the show and we'll be keeping an eye on you down there for, is it the Wolfpack? Of, yeah. The is Wolf that right? Pack. Yep. There we go. So uh, the Wolfpack and uh, we'll be cheering for you down there and, and looking forward to all the great success that you can use your hard work and talent to continue on in your career. And and all the best as always uh, to you guys. Make sure you're staying safe out there and everything that's going on. But I uh, look forward to seeing you back out there on the course again in the fall wearing, wearing some uh, some Nevada gear this time. So sound good? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. 
That was Tierney Wolfgram, standout high school runner in Minnesota. She's got the course record, as we said, for 5K at the Heartland Regional uh, in a sub-17 effort. Just a phenomenal young athlete. Uh, going into sports psychology, very interested to see her development in that and what she can bring to the sport later on uh, in her professional career as well. If you enjoyed what she had to say, make sure you're following her on social media so you can keep up with all of her training, racing, uh, as she heads down to the University of Nevada. Uh, if you're enjoying what we're saying and what we're putting out on this podcast, make sure that you've subscribed and you're following us on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, some really fun guests over the next few weeks, so please don't miss out. We hope to see you then.